Respectfully. Yo, what's going on? This is Ori Styler, Respectfully Podcast in the building. Obviously with me is Trudge. Trudge, how you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm all good. I'm all good. Just me and you today? Yeah. You yeah. right with that? Yeah, I like it. Cool. Before we get started on the pod, I want to give a shout out to my guys, Jermaine Riley and to Glenn Murphy on the release of their Extra Man comic. They've been grafting to make this comic for, for years now. They've done all the graphics themselves. They've done the storyline themselves. It is an amazing comic. Now I'm not opening up this. I've got a PDF version that I've read on my phone and I've got this version, which is in the plastic slip. I'm not taking this out. It's got a sign signature by both of them on there. I don't want to like take it out of the plastic. want to like retain it, but I'm going to keep it on display right here on the podcast there. Extra Man, make sure you follow Extra Man, E-X-T-R-A-M-A-N on social media. One more time, shout out to Jermaine Riley, to Glenn Murphy. That is a big achievement. Well done to you fellas. And the, like, the artwork in this is fire. I'm telling you, Trudge. I'm not even telling them. The artwork <laughs> in this is fire. But I can't, I don't want to, oh, I, I should open it up on my phone, really. Nah, I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to open it up on my phone. You lot can check it out for yourself. Uh, Extra Man, and I'm not opening this one. It's staying right here on the display. Shout out to Kindred Comics. It's Jermaine Riley and Glenn Murphy. I love seeing my guys get stuff done like that. Actually doing a whole comic is not easy because you've got to do the stories. People think the story is easy. I guess maybe the first one of anything is easy, but when you've got to do a through line of loads of different things, it's not easy to do. Do you know what I mean? So they've created a whole comic. There's going to be more of them that come out. Um, but the artwork is what I think they spent a lot of time and quality on. Now my goal for Jim is to look like extra man. <laughs> no, it's the truth. You know, like you watch a program and you see like Fast and Furious or and you see like The Rock or Vin Diesel. You're like, I need to hit Jim. Or when you watch like uh, Creed yeah. and you see like Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors when they were Diesel. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm looking at that and I'm like, yo... If I'm dressing up for an outfit, it's got to be something like that. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm doing it. Trust me. Anyway, where's my phone? Oh, there it is. Shout out to them. Big up to you guys. Well done. All right. Uh, hey, what's been going on? You been good? Yeah, yeah. Good, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. No working. excursions, nothing like that? No, nah, no excursions this week, unfortunately. But just regular working and... Yeah, regular working. Uh, got a doghouse show Friday, so I'm just been like booking, organizing for that. Okay. Uh, what else, really? Yeah, just... Working really, so but I'm gonna get back on the stand up scene eventually. I've uh, I went to see Andrew Schultz. So yes, was, you did. How did that yeah. go? Oh my god! I think um, we had a conversation earlier in the week, and yeah. you know you might have had the same experience as me, but it really rekindled my love of stand up. Like, oh, he, he the way he does it as well is just incredible. His support acts as well, Derek and Mark, I believe their names were Mark Gagnon, Derek. Um, I can't remember. Poston. Oh, I could be wrong. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were wicked as well. Nice. So so good. But yeah, proper uh, rekindled my love of it. And uh, yeah, I'm going to probably, uh, I'm going to finish the break of not doing any comedy for a bit and get back mm. on it, I think. So I, I think what happens when you, I've said this on the pod before, I've said it like in other avenues as well. When you go somewhere where they do comedy and they graft at it hard, like the amount of shows that you can do in New York City, where often is where you'll see someone like Shorts Frequent, the amount of shows that you do when you're just clubbing gigs, club, 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 in a night, three, four, five, six, that's normal. Whereas if you're in London, if you can get two free in a night, you're killing it. Yeah. Right. If you get one in a night, you're like, good. Two or three, there's only a handful of clubs that allow you to do different rooms, like Angel Comedy Club or Top Secret, where you can go upstairs for an early show, then you go downstairs for a late night show um, or, or for a regular time show, then upstairs for like the late, late, late night show that starts at like midnight, something like that. Only a handful of venues do that. But in New York, it's so common with so many of their venues that 
they gig. And that with that time gigging, what happens is they work at their graft, they work at their material. They could write a joke in the daytime and would have had three or four opportunities on one day, like a Tuesday, to work on that material. So by Thursday, Friday, it's now in their set, it's in their repertoire. Yeah. And that's what I love about New York City when it comes to comedy, comparing it to how the scene is here. We just it's a big, it's a more intense city when it comes to like comedy, when it comes to all kinds of entertainment. Live entertainment in particular. London's got loads, but it it doesn't hold a candle to how much you can gig when you're in a city like that. So when you see that the substance or the outcome of somebody who gets that chance to graft, it's not just someone like a Schultz. I went to, um, when I was in New York, I watched Godfrey. I watched Derek Gaines. I watched a whole bunch of comedians that are out there and they gig in and just the hit rate of their jokes and the freedom to feel comfortable trying out material it was lovely. It's nice to see you come back here going, I want to work. I want to graft. And yeah, so I totally understand how you might feel with that. I watched him live and you got that, that energy. I yeah. saw you put up a post about it, right? On yeah. your socials. Yeah. And then he um, responded like, yeah, yeah. Like, big up and yeah. so on. Sent a fire emoji. So I was like, I was literally running this around my living room like. Yeah. <laughs> this man screenshot it and sent it to me. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Excited. Like, I was going to go and say, oh my God, you got retweeted by Schultz. Like, which is, I'm not going to say it's a bad, that's a nice thing. Yeah, yeah. But you said it to me, like, I was going, ah, oh my God, oh my God, no way. I was, I was like, well, yeah, good. It's love and appreciation both well done, ways. Church, well done. <laughs> He's like, he, from what I know of him, I, I don't talk to in person, I don't know him personally, but you're one avenue away from people that do. And he's very close with people that I am close with in comedy, right? Very, very down to earth, humble guy. And because he loves comedy so much, talking and leveling with other comedians, that's, that's, we're all peers. Like yeah. me, you, and anyone that you see, you notice you talk to comedians of any level. If they mm. know you're a comedian, nine times out of 10, there's an instant, oh, big up, love, respect. Yeah. Like, you know, when I'm out in your city or when you're out in my city, come say hi, come check me. Because we know how hard it is as a graft. Mm. All of us have been trying this for years. Mm. So to be able to be a, like in, one, to share stages with people that have been doing it for a long enough time or two, just to shake hands with people that we respect. It's always kind of a, a, a nice thing. There's the old few that don't. Yeah. They're, a bit, they're superstar-esque. Mm. But you often find with those ones, they're like not just comedians there. They've traversed, like, they've like gone past just clubbing and gigging and hardworking, grafting comedians. They're almost mm. entities. And even half of those entities that are up there still are humble. The yeah. others might be like, they they may have a bit of, they have made the reasons where they don't want to affiliate yeah, the same sure. way. Yeah. I'm not going to put them down for that, but that can happen. So yeah, man, I'm glad you got to see the show. Yeah. I really am. And you were telling me about, oh, I, I had to like move from one gig because, you know, the show's on. Yeah. Bruv, shout out to Malik who said, you got to go and build yourself up. I'm like, yeah, but that will help you want to. Yeah. By yeah. seeing when someone does it really, really well. So well done to you, man. Yeah. What, good. what about on this week? Uh, not much. Just comedy gigs, regular um, getting ready to go, go away. So I'm, re we're recording this episode and then we're going to record another episode in the same week, but it's going to get released on the same day that this one gets released, but the week after, cause I'm away on, uh, Saturday and I'll go from Egypt to Dubai in the week Jeez. and then fly back. So yeah, I'm away for a week working. Yeah. Not like you. <laughs> Oh, I'll take a quick flight because I want to go somewhere with the missus or I'm going to fly here, man. Not like you. I'm actually working and I'm filling in the time where I can work like with other work so people get fed. 
Do you understand? <laughs> People's not missing out on an episode because we're God. So that's your need. That, I'm not like you. Yeah. You lazy bum. <laughs> what, bro? Oh, yeah, I'm away, bro. I'll be back. If you was back where you're supposed to be back, we could do stuff on Mondays and Tuesdays and content galore and, and so on. This guy wants to be out here seeing Schultz, seeing Ibiza, seeing Barcelona. Where else you been? There was one more. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was Barcelona, Ibiza. Yes. Schultz. You saw Schultz because... Uh, oh, where's the other one? There was another one. So, uh, I saw Spurs yesterday. That was good. You got uh, Spurs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah bruv. Big football guy here. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I'm just a lazy right. guy. But I, I work. I work. I'm not like a bum. Like, I do stuff. I... Fair dude. Just so I don't want to... I just dropped, I just dropped water on this. <laughs> Now nah, look, I pee myself. Nah, nah, because of the material. Don't try to change the camera. I know you're going to try to find it. Now nah, I'm keeping my leg up like this. I just spilled water on me like this. It looks like I pee myself. It's the, just the color of the bottoms. Anyway, let's stick up. This knees up on this camera. I'm hiding it from both of them. Can't see nothing where you are. Anyway, yo, I'm going to move it on, man. I just want to say uh, rest in peace to Dave Courtney. You know who Dave Courtney is? No, no Dave oh, Courtney, the gangster, gangster turned yeah. actor. Yes, yes. Listen, yeah. RIP to Dave Courtney, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I mean, it, I found this out. Do you know what? I was at a show in um, in Birmingham. It was on Sunday. Mm. And it was Sunday early, apparently, that it happened, right? We're recording this on Tuesday, so it's two days ago. Mm. And some of the comedians who were in there know him because of the level that they've been in in terms of entertainment. Yeah. A lot of the UK Garage MCs that I know know him as well. Yeah. And they were like, he was a solid guy and so on, but he was like a gangster turned actor. Mm. He passed away, man. Um, sadly, took his own life. Yeah. Self-inflicted mm. gunshot wound. That is, it was a Camelot Castle home. I remember seeing, I didn't know much about the gangster. I'm 35. Mm. He was... When he was my age, he was roughly doing all that gangster yeah, stuff yeah. up until whatever age, I don't know. Mm. 64 years old, he took his own life. I don't know what was going on as to why he was where he was at, but mm. yo, man. I mean, firstly, I didn't, I know that there are guns in this country, but for him to have his, uh, have a weapon and take his own life like that by gunshot is, that's hard, man. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Courtney, was, it says Courtney here was found dead just hours later at his Camelot house. In Southeast London, neighbor Sheila Welcome said he was suffering with arthritis and could barely roll a cigarette. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't even begin to imagine his reasoning. I, I don't know mm. um, as to why. I don't know much about, so I can't speak too heavy on it. You're gonna have some people that go, he was gangster turned actor. Yeah. Some people are like the life that you were a part of, maybe caught up with him. Some people are like, even just down to him having arthritis and feeling like, you know, when a man is like a, a, that kind of life gangster, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. really killer and mm. so on. Like, and then to be stricken with something like arthritis that makes you not have like control of your own faculties, that could be stress on them. There could be other things going on. Who knows? Mm. But yo, uh, prayers to all of his family and his loved ones and friends and so on. Hearing a, a story like that, when I read that, I was like, wow. Yeah. And it, the, just how visceral the images of knowing you taking your own life with it. Firearm, yeah. Yeah, man. Prayers, well wishes to to the family and friends of Dave Courtney. I remember seeing him on some shows and like documentaries and stuff. He was funny. Did he dabble in stand-up? Like, that I don't know, actually. That's a very good question. I he strikes he... me as someone who did because he was funny. I think he, I swear I saw a clip like back in the day of him trying, like he was, someone was going to the toilet and he had like a right go at him. If I, oh, I'm sure. Oh, serious? I'm certain. It might he, be. Oh, here we go. He did an audience with Dave Courtney oh. in 2001. It might not have been stand-up, but he may have done what a lot of people do when they are. Mm. He was a comedian, actually. He did do stand-up comedy as well for a oh, little right. bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did like 
you like an audience with. So you know what you're yeah. going for. Yeah. He didn't, I don't think he did like hopping clubs like how we might do, mm-hmm. but he did events where it was like that. An audience with Dave Courtney. Um, yeah. Every show is very unique due to large part of the questions that Dave Courtney gets asked by the audience. So it's more him talking about his life as a gangster, befriending the likes of the Cray twins and, and so on and so forth. So yeah, yeah it's kind of like when Mankind from wrestling, he's done stand up, but not stand up. It's more talking about what he's been up to. And he's done yeah. a comedy store in London. Oh really? And, what? Yeah, Mick yeah, Foley? So, oh yeah, man. he's done it. And, and he's done all around the world, but I remember yeah. doing comedy store in London. And people asking questions, what's it like? Mm. One thing they kept asking was about the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, of um, course. With um, uh, Undertaker who threw him off the top of the ring, of yep. the cell. But yeah, it's more, it's comedy-esque, but mm. it's more of an audience with a conversation with. So mm. yeah, man, wow. Anyway, rest in peace to Dave Courtney and to, and to and prayers and wish, well wishes to his mm. loved ones and his family. Yeah, talk to me. And this time, please don't go like how you went a minute ago. I got at the one. beginning of the pod. Oh, geez. Right, let's, uh, I've got one fired up and ready. Yes. Right, so we've got this guy who's, um, I'm sure you might have seen this one as well. He tried to drink, this man has tried to drink 2,000 pints in 200 days. Was this TikTok. a TikTok challenge? It, I don't know if it was a challenge or such. I think he was just doing it as such. All right, let me read that from the top. Scroll to the top for me. Man drinks 2,000 pints in 200 days as people raise fears for his health. That's that's the equivalent of 10 pints a day. Yeah. 10 pints a day. For the last six and a half months. A young man has drunk 2,000 pints, 200 day, costing 18,000 and raising concerns for his health. Uh, John May has been putting back 10 pints a day for the last six and a half months. 25-year-old decided to go first. First things first. Scroll back to that picture. Ain't no way that man is 25 <laughs> years old. Ah, see what 10 pints a day does. There's no way that face is 25 years old. Nah, that man has a mortgage and kids he doesn't pay for. There is no way he's 25 years old. Look what alcohol does to you. Look at his face. He's like, it looks like if he shaved his face off, he might be 25. This guy, John May, is not. If you're hearing me, John May, cut the pints out. You don't look 25 anymore. Scroll down. Said it was a TikTok challenge. Here we go. 25 year old decided to go on a marathon pub crawl after seeing someone on TikTok trying to drink 1,000 pints in a year. So he thought he would top that in less than a year. These people are stupid. Can we stop trying to do TikTok challenges that are very, very bad for your health? (laughs) 2,000 pints in 200 days is not acceptable. Anyone that does that is an idiot, right? There are people that have afflictions with alcohol that would that have done that because they're alcoholics. Mm. This guy's doing it for a TikTok challenge. The things that people would do for attention is stupid. Yeah. There's, have you been, like, there, have you seen um, Gen V? On oh, the boys spinoff. Yeah, the boys spinoff. The boys spinoff. Are you watching it? No, not yet. But I won't say I won't say details of it. But there's one bit of Gen V mm. where there was a girl. One person passes away. Won't give you anything other more than that. And there's a girl that goes to his memorial, like where the flowers are being put down and stuff. And she gets her phone out and she pulls it out really and stretches her arm out and starts crying. Oh my god, I can't believe. <laughs> and as soon as she starts recording, stops crying and then just starts to tweet oh, like she's posting it up. Yeah, yeah. People are so performative for social media. Oh yeah. That's, right? Yeah. That stuff I I think is silly, but they do that. It's when you've got people that are doing stuff that's really adverse to your health. Mm. The two guys um the that would eat on YouTube. Mm. Um two guys, they were in a relationship as well but they were really healthy and fit at the beginning. 
and they would do like the mukbang food eating stuff. Oh yeah. I can't remember their names, but they got really, really big. Yeah. They couldn't walk properly. They couldn't, they were slim before yeah. and they just got made famous of eating loads of food and stuff, oh, right. stuff in their faces. They put on like triple their body weight, diabetes, health issues, like- All for some social media clout really. social media clout. Cut that out people, man, please stop that. It's no need. It's not necessary. 2,000 pints. How is, they say they've got concerns for his health. Has there been evidence of anything that's happened? No. I think he just finished it. He hasn't had a single hangover. Right, his, his liver is made of Teflon. <laughs> he spent 8,000 on lager and cider and a further 10,000. So wait, 8,000 <laughs> was on the drinks, but the 10,000 was on catching the Ubers <laughs> to and from the pub. He spent more getting home than on the alcohol itself. Oh, they didn't put that in the headline, did they? <laughs> so it's 8,000 on drink, 10,000 on transport. 10,000 on TikTok influencer John thinks he has spent that much. Wow. He said, I first got the idea when I saw someone on TikTok say they're going to drink 1,000 pints in a year. And I thought that's only two a day. I mean, your maths is terrible. <laughs> a thousand pints in a year. That's not two a day, mate. It's not. It's closer to three a day, if anything. Let's do the maths on that one so I don't look stupid. A thousand divided by 365 is 2.7. Yeah? yeah. If you did two a day, that's what? 600. Um, 600 is 730, right? So it's closer to three a day. However, uh, yeah, your maths is bad there. And the fact you wanted to do double that in less time, you're not well, bro. <laughs> not well. Anyway, hit me. What's next, bro? Right. That one is wild. Respectfully, that guy needs to, to cut it out. <laughs> right, next one. Uh, let's get this one. Down, sorry. I got one real quick. Yeah. I saw a post. Um, I don't watch Love & Hip Hop in America, but there's a, that show. There's loads of them in Love & Hip Hop, right? Yeah. One guy on Love & Hip Hop is called, his name's Prince. Yeah. Right. I'll send you the link. His name's Prince. He basically was uh, out here talking about his his exploits. Right. Mm. I'll send you the link right now about his exploits and people that he's dated. It had me asking a question: Are we out here really doing this? Um, I can do this if I do that. I'm just trying to send it to you through this way. Like, I just think this is ridiculous if we do stuff like this. Here, I'm going to send it to you to the computer. There we go. I want you to play the clip. Tell me when it comes up, my friend. Oh, we're there. All right, good. Turn the audio up on the on the thing. Just so we know, make sure that we got that. Yeah, run that. So turn is the audio on the thing? Oh, it's What's muted on the bottom uh, right. You smash. Yeah, we good. I'm probably gonna get some shit for this, but Lori Harvey. Oh, Lori Harvey. It wasn't like a smash though. Like it was like I was really, you know, I was really like with her. She was really with me. But she would Uber to like my place on the beach, um, and you know, come out with me and stay with me some nights. Was it good? Phenomenal. <laughs> and this is before she got like thin. I was with thick Lori. Mm. Yeah. She All wasn't right. thin like she is now. I prefer the old Lori, honestly. Did you go raw? Yeah. Cut oh, that, bro. Oh, Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> so for me, so this is some guy called Prince. Apparently he used to meet up with Lori Harvey, right? And people that I had the same reaction as a lot of people in the comments. I don't know who this guy is. Yep. 
We, I know. Do you know who Laurie Harvey is? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. As most people do, um, Laurie Harvey, um, daughter to Marjorie Harvey and stepdaughter to Steve Harvey, mm. right? Laurie Harvey is currently dating uh, Damson Idris, mm. right? Has been with, has been known to be with a few rappers. Michael B. Jordan is an actor, obviously. Uh, but she's in a good relationship now. This guy goes on the podcast that he's on and he starts saying, yeah, that's somebody who I used to be with. And the first question I wanted to know is, why do we care about you enough to have to ask you this question? And second one is, why are guys out here talking their business like that? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a weird thing. It's, it's a, a weird thing. It's become a weird trend as well. I mean, Drake, we spoke about this a week, uh, a few weeks ago with Drake and Rihanna. It's, yeah. just a, it's a very weird thing that men keep doing at the minute. Talking the whole exploits thing. Yeah. Like for me, is there any, is there any like scenario where we look at something like this and go, yeah, we rate the man them. You're respectful, and or or we or you're up there. We think, oh, big up yourself because you're out here talking about how yeah, you know, nah. you're doing your thing with people that you have been with in the past. No, <laughs> I think like because obviously they asked him the question first. Yeah, and he was responding to the question, but someone asked you like yeah. on an interview like that, who yeah. have you been out here? Like, what celebrities you been doing your thing with? Oh, to be fair, if I, if I had been with Rihanna, I was like, oh, Rihanna. Like, <laughs> All right, so you would say Rihanna, just so you could be... And I think that's what it is. It's, it's people that are like, you're lower than them. Yeah. So you're letting people know that you're out here and you've done your thing in the past. Yeah, yeah. I don't rate it in the least, bruv. <laughs> I don't rate... No, I'm not even joking. I don't rate it. For me, if there's anyone that I've been with, I'm not going on a public platform I'm talking about it. I think it's yeah. so dead. And it makes this guy look soft. In there later on, if I remember, he said stuff like... um. Yeah, these women have been giving them the Prince experience. Because okay. his, his, his name's Prince. Yeah. Brother, slap yourself, bruv. There's nothing respectful about that at all. Just slap yourself. You are corny. <laughs> that's corny though, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. That that's ridiculous. I feel like his intention, when you go on love and hip hop, you got probably, you know, you think you're quite there's something about you in it. Yeah. So you're trying to obviously get a little bit of clout anyway. Yeah. Just to say something like that. Yeah, I don't know. You're just trying Bruv, to... That's daily star levels of gossip, man. Mm. Bruv, you look like a punk bitch when you do that. <laughs> this guy, with he's got like a nose piercing. Yeah. He's like biting his lip and that. Look how happy he looks like. Bruv, to say as soon as he said it, he's like, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laurie Harvey, <laughs> in it, bruv. Yeah, man. Shut up, man. Nah, I'm not on it, bruv. Like, it's just so dead. I don't, I get it. When, guy, when I see posts on social medias where girls are going, these guys are acting like Girls, I don't think it's acting like girls. I think it's acting like what maybe guys back in the day thought girls used to act like, which is chatty patty and so on. But yeah. I'll be real. I see more, I'm now seeing more of guys talking like this yeah. on public platforms. Mm. There are girls that do stuff like that too, but I'm seeing more guys do it. And I'm like, I think maybe because I'm biased, I think no one should be talking their business. Yeah. But if you are, if you are going to talk and I hear, let's say women talking to other women on the platform, I kind of am more acclimatized my mind to think that women talk, yeah. right? Yeah. But I don't even talk to my guys about girls that I've been with. No, that's a good thing. Do you I'll see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like if I've been with a girl in the past, I don't tell my guy, yo, hey, you see that there, bruv? Mm. Hey man, did that. Bruv, I think that's corny. No, I agree. I agree. That's, that's me, Yeah, yeah. right? The only time I might say something is let's mm. say if a guy is about to talk to a girl that I may have dated. Yeah. I need to say, bro, yeah. so you know. Yeah. Me and her have had history, but mm. I'm not out here like, oh, you see that blood? Hey, that was me. <laughs> I think that's so dead. That is, yeah. So when I see guys do it, I'm thinking, nah, that's corny, bruv. It's a weird one as well. Same sort of vibe when like, if a girl you're with sends you a picture, yeah. you wouldn't share that picture with your friends. Yeah, but, like, no, I, I'm, I'm not, not doing it. Yeah, I know a few guys who would do that though. No, 
that that spins my mind. Yeah. When I hear that, I'm like, why would you yeah. send? Because now it's going to sound like I'm caping for the women. I'm not. But if she sent me something, there's a part of me going, that was for me personal. Mm. Right? Mm. If I send that to someone else, like, bro, hey, look at this, fam. It, it it takes away the value yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know guys that do that, right? And mm. then end up being in a relationship with the woman or having a child with the woman. Your friend has seen the stuff that <laughs> she should never have seen with the girl you're now in a relationship with because you were actively trying to send that off. You're an idiot now. That's on you. That's on you, right? There's probably times I've been like a kid, I've been corny and I've like, when I was younger, I might have like, let me think, when I'm like 21, 22, 23, and you're trying to up your game by letting people like your your circle know, yeah, I'm out here, I do my thing. Yeah. I've got a number and all of that stuff, right? Mm. Back then, mm. I might have been, I might have had one, two corny in me. Yeah, I feel yeah. like everyone has that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get to like late 20s, you're like, no, I'm in a relationship. Mm. I'm settled down. Mm. I'm not trying to do the corny like mm. that. But if I see someone who's like, past that age and they're still acting like that who are you trying to impress yeah as a kid when you're like hyping your mandem are trying to hype you up what you don't get girls yeah we bros i got that girl when you were younger yeah, yeah, yeah come on man this man i don't know how old prince is but if he's past 25 throw the whole guy away blood throw the whole episode away man and like he's biting his lip and all that stuff that's dead food man that's dead. But yeah, I just I just don't know if it's a, if I'm missing out on something. Maybe I'm an old head and it's normal for people to do that. But I would like to think that it's not the case. That it's not normal. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not perfect, but I, that's one thing I could turn around and say that hate me. But yeah. All right. Talk to me, G. What we got? Right. This one's a bit of a, a funny one. All right. What we got? Oh, so- I would, yeah. Listen. <laughs> the Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a waxwork museum model... Of him, a wax, it's called a waxwork. Yeah, it? like Madame Tussauds. Like Madame Tussauds. But this one's in Paris. Yeah. That's important to note here. However, the waxwork came up and it they basically, they got a lot wrong. But the main thing they got wrong with The Rock for him is, and the biggest backlash he got um, was they made him look like uh, a white man. Yeah, yeah. The Rock is, um, his family's from uh, Hawaii. Yeah, no, he's got that like Samoan. Samoan. Sorry, Samoan. Yeah. yeah. So he's half Samoan, half black. Yeah. Right? Mm. They made The Rock look like Jason Statham. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> they made The Rock look like Jason Statham, right? <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that. He looks, all right, he looks like a white man. And we know The Rock is mixed race. Yeah. Right? Mixed yeah. Samoan and, and, and so on. So the question is, why? And I came up with as many different scenarios as to what, how they could have got it so wrong. I know what the bait scenario is in my mind. Mm. It's Paris. Paris also don't, this is so bad. I say this, everyone around the world looks at Paris as a place where racism runs rife, mm. where if you are of a darker complexion, they credit you less. Mm. And that's across, not just black, we're talking across all races. Mm. But I tried to go, that's me thinking of the political side of stuff. Mm. Let me figure out what it could be that it, that it isn't this. You understand? Mm. So the first thing I said is, uh, The Rock, to some people, is racially ambiguous from time to time. Yeah. There's some people <laughs> on planet Earth where you look at them, yeah. and if you don't already know, you might not ever know. Yeah. Bruno Mars, right? Yeah. Is one of them, right? The Rock is another one. Um, who else is there? People that you look at and you're like, where does this guy come from? Um, 
the oh, what was the brother's name? Um, I can't. Oh, it will come to my mind. Vin Diesel. I, I, Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel's another one. You're like, where is he from? <laughs> so maybe all it takes is for them to go. Well, we maybe he's like tan, mm. and they they've done that. Yeah, I doubt it because you know what the you know you got to find out information from the rock, yeah. right? Yeah. Then the next thing is, I'll be honest. The complexion they got the rock here. It is one Instagram filter slide away from being the complexion that is on the waxwork. <laughs> right now, the way they've got the rock looking on this waxwork is literally one Instagram slide away from his natural color. So the filter goes to the left. Funny enough, one of the filters is called Paris. The filter goes onto the Paris filter. It lightens you up a little bit. That's how you get that waxwork model. That might be another reason as to why it went down that way. The third reason I think it easily could be you're taking a picture, the flash was on, my man's face caught all of the light of the flash and that's what they sent over. <laughs> and that's how the people that made the waxwork have gone, yeah, boom, this is what the rock looks like for this waxwork model. But this is wild. I can understand him being upset. I'm very happy about oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Because if he sat there and said, no, 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 I like it, I rate it, this is me, I'd be a bit upset. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let me read what you said. Scroll up. Uh, here we go. One of the biggest was the model skin tone. It's about the controversies with fans accusing the creator of whitewashing the star who has dual heritage, like we said, Samoan and, and uh, African-American. The Rock joined, <laughs> after The Rock joined the pylon, museum bosses vowed to rework it. He called on them to update the model with some important details, starting with my skin color. <laughs> I'm happy about that. I'm happy. Because if he said, bro, that ain't me. My head shape is a bit off. Yeah. My muscles ain't big enough. I'm like, bro, you are avoiding the main thing that is an issue. The color. We know you're blacker than that, my guy. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Who was, who's the guy that actually made it? Is it is that the museum director is called Vestel Homo? Del Hummo, something like that. Yeah. Initially blamed the model skin tone on a lighting issue. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? I told you someone took a flash or like I said, he took a picture, swiped it to the left and got to the Paris filter. And because that's their filter, everything's lighter because they don't like darkness. And that's how it came onto that. How are you going to have him looking like that? And he was in a movie called Black Adam. Do you understand? <laughs> that's disrespectful. So they're going to change it up. Good. I'm glad someone spoke up about it, but there are, there are a few waxworks that do need some tweaking. Yeah. Like I've seen some, didn't Beyonce had that issue as well, where yeah. they made her skin complexion a lot lighter than it actually is. And they've done that for a lot of times with Beyonce when it comes to, um... <laughs> oh my God, why are you showing me this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it comes to Beyonce, when they've done it like when, when it came to articles and, and like um, uh, press pictures, yeah. they would always lighten her up mm. and it became apparent that that was going on. And I think when one of the wax works, they did the same thing as well. Mm. And there was a bit of backlash on that one. How are you going to show me this one? <laughs> the Rock obviously is, The Rock has obviously come back on his one saying, y'all are disrespectful for doing my wax work like this. Another one's come up and it's Lil Wayne. <laughs> Yo, this, it looks like with the rest of them, they've had a couple of days to get this done. This one looked like they had four or five hours. <laughs> This is terrible. This doesn't, I've, I've been where, I, I've, see, I've seen the Madden Two Swords one with Drake and they hired it out to an event that I went to in Birmingham. Yeah. They brought the Drake wax one. I swear to you, it looked exactly like Drake. Yeah. Like you open the door of the lift and you come out and it's looking right at you for a split second. It looks like Drake. <laughs> and you think it's really him. This little Wayne thing. Nah, this looks like, 
The hair's like giving young Whoopi Goldberg in Star Trek The Next Generation as Guinan and Lil Uzi Vert. But that don't look like Wayne to me. Nah, bruv. Go back to Wayne. Go Because that's real Wayne. Nah. It looks like a doll rather than a waxwork. <laughs> yeah. That is disrespectful. Hey, hey. Waxwork people, them. Sort that one out, man. Who is? It's not Madame Two Swords, is it? Nah. Shouts to Madame Two Swords, right? Great relationship with them. They would never get this wrong. Whoever done the waxworks on this one, sort it out. Madam Two Swords would have done 50 times better than that. You are disrespectful. It's always us as well. It's always black people that get it wrong. <laughs> disrespectful. Hollywood Wax Museum. Hollywood Wax Museum. And it's not Madam Two Swords. Yeah. Good. And he's, al- he's also commented, uh, commented on... Oh, Wayne the, said something. What did he yeah. say? Uh, the influential rapper said, sorry, Wax Museum, but that shit ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you tried though, and I appreciate the effort. <laughs> That's classy still. Like, thank you for trying, but you need to start again. All right. Shouts to them. Big up. Who's next? What's the next room we got on next the uh, on the list in charge? All right, next one. Please get that face out. <laughs> <laughs> that is mad disrespectful. That is mad disrespectful. All right. I'm not going to try and do the illusion. Shouts to my guy in the building who's actually going to be on the next episode. I'm not going to say his name. You've got to wait until the following week, but he's here. Big up, G. Are you saying you good? Yeah. All right. He's trying to hide his voice as well. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be on the next episode. We told him we're recording back to back because I'm going to be away. Anyway, see you later. Emotional support alligator denied entry into the Phillies game. (laughs) Security turned away. Joe, Joey Henney's TikTok famous leashed reptile Wally from Philadelphia baseball game on Wednesday. I'm going to say this right now. White people requesting <laughs> white stuff. Sometimes they ain't going to get it through. And I say white because what other culture do you know is going to bring a pet alligator to a, a game? A Philadelphia Phillies baseball game versus the... Well, firstly, it's a baseball game. (laughs) So, yeah. Secondly, (laughs) it's an alligator. And thirdly, it's the audacity of going, but this is my my comfort animal. (laughs) Shut up. Respectfully speaking, get out of here, man. I ain't got time for this one, man. Stupidness. A service animal that we all recognize is like a dog or even a cat. It can be a comfort animal. An alligator. Nah. Nah. Yeah, that's quick in and quick out. That's that's doors open and doors closed. <laughs> Who is the idiot? Nah, th- th- listen. Philly security denied Henny, a longtime Phillies fan, and his beloved alligator entry to Citizens Bank Park in Pennsylvania. The stadium welcomed guide dogs, service animals, or other service animals in training. According to policy on Philly's website, all other animals are prohibited. So it's already listed on the website, which shows me somebody's tried this before. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then someone else said, let me get my alligator and put it on a leash and walk down the street with the... And there's the video. And walk down the street with the alligator. I don't even need audio for this, bro. (laughs) Whoever this guy is, send him away right now. (laughs) So, see, it's it's the privilege. Old white guy with with an alligator saying, yo, let me through, my friend. It's a service alligator. It's for emotional support. It's an alligator. I don't care if it's trained. It's an alligator. Harness and everything. Send that away. <laughs> Send that away. The audacity. Go away, bruv. I don't want to make it a race thing, but I don't know none of my family or any of my friends' family's friends' family's friends 
that are going to try to turn up to firstly a baseball game. <laughs> That's the end of the conversation, really. But then with an alligator, basketball, yeah, but it's not going to be an alligator. NFL, yeah, but it's not going to be an alligator. <laughs> nah, man. Let's nah. Let's push past this one, bro. <laughs> That's an easy in and easy out for me. All right, next one. All right. Yes, shout out to my guy, Bobby Bear. Hey, shout out to my guy, Bobby. Let me, all right, I don't even need to read this, right? Yeah. I spoke to Bobby about this. Yeah. Bobby Bear, stand-up comedian, originally from uh, Canada, now lives in the UK. Love Bobby Bear to bits. He is such a nice, humble guy. Actually, am I right in saying Canada? I want to be careful. Canada or, or America? Bobby, I apologize if I got that wrong. There's so many that I get confused between Canada and, and, and America in terms of where they're from. Canadian, got it right there, boom. Bobby Mayer, very well known in Canada, doing fantastic over here. Bobby Mayer is an absolute G. Gigged with him so many times, great guy, the most laid back, humble guy. And that, that needs to be pre uh, prefaced when I say this story. He does a show, mm. I can't remember where it was. I think it was up in the Midlands. For some reason, some guy kept heckling him, shouting chicken wire at the show. Then on social media for years, on anything he posts up, same guy does chicken wire, chicken wire, chicken wire, right? Just on all of his posts, which Wait. makes no sense to any of us, yeah. right? Yeah. So that happens. He then one day decides to do something absolutely epic. <laughs> he drives up to, um, he drives up to, where was it? Birmingham, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, not, sorry, just, no, not it Birmingham, just outside of Birmingham. So he was on stage in Birmingham, but he drives to outside of Birmingham. I think it might be Walsall or Wolverhampton, one of yeah. those areas. He drives up there. And the reason he's driving up there, he says it in the video, is he found the guy who kept trolling him. Yeah. Because the guy made a mistake on one of the platforms and his real name was up there. Then he searched the name of the guy and he found it on LinkedIn and it showed where he had worked. In fact, he's a manager at EE at one of the stores up in the Midlands. I do think it was Wolverhampton. Yeah. Uh, or around that area. Find that for me uh, while that's up there. I want to get that one right. So he finds the guy. He goes up there. Once he finds him, he runs into the shop. The guy has no idea he's coming. He runs into the shop and he goes into the guy's face and starts screaming, chicken wire, chicken wire, chicken wire. Ha, I got it. I win, you lose. In the guy's face while the guy's at work. Everyone's thinking, who's this madman? But it's Bobby going after the guy who's been trolling him for years. That was an amazing, like, story to see. I am so happy. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So happy to see that happen. <laughs> Merry Hill, that's it. Merry Hill Shopping Centre, which is in West Midlands. Uh, doesn't say which part of West Midlands. It doesn't matter. That's fine. Shout out to him. I don't know why they blurred his face. Good. <laughs> On that video, his face needs to be on show. Bobby, love what you did there. Because comedians get trolled all the time. Yeah. I've had it before. I'll tell you this today. I put up a post on my socials today, right? About mm. um, people that may see me with the car that I drive and they might go, yo, what, what, Uri, how's the Tesla? Yeah. Right, it was that post. And the reason I said that is I don't like that. If ask me how I am, you're asking me about the material things because you think that's a credit to my success or credit to how my mentals is doing right now. But that's not the case because when I didn't have that and I had a car, my Peugeot 106 cost me 70 pounds when I had it, right? And I had to pay 130 to get it fixed so it wasn't a cat D anymore. So I'm driving it around 
The fan, the heating fan didn't work. The windows wouldn't go up. People broke into my car with screwdrivers to steal nothing in there. Mm. That was a car that I had. I basically put that up saying, you know what? You lot were asking me how my car was back then. Don't ask me now over just asking me how I'm doing. It was that kind of story. You don't know what I had to do to work to get this car. Yeah. And you're just kind of brushing it off like, yeah, yeah, you're doing your thing, bruv. Man's mm. trying to be like you, that kind of energy, right? <laughs> so I put that up. Mm. One poor CEO from my school back in the day, right? And I didn't even realize who this was. And I'm saying pussyo, because even though I could talk to him now and say, cool, that was yeah. a pussyo move to do. Yeah. He goes onto my post and he goes, wait, Ori Styler. Wait, no, man like privately educated Ori Styler. Because I went private school as a kid. Mm. So he's done that, which does, which negates anything really, because you don't know what I had to do to get to that, to mm. the, the car. You also don't know that I got to the school that I went to on a bursary scholarship, mm. right? So I had to work at my primary school and they gave me a bursary scholarship because it was private boarding school. Mm. It was a bit tricky for money to come true. My mum also had to flip houses, like sell where she was, remortgage, help get herself out of debt to try and pay for these things and put herself back in debt to keep me in school. Because if I didn't go to that school, I could have ended up amongst the people I grew up with and I weren't going on a good path. You could tell from young, you know, black mums are like, I want my kid to get the best of opportunities, not be around some of the people that we've grown up on the estate on, right? He's looked at my education because he went to the same school. His family had money and he's like, well, that was you as well, fam. I'm like, bro, you don't know what I had to do to even stay in the school. Mm but you're going to put that on my socials because you're trying to make a point. Troll him. Yeah. Brother, I don't even recognize him, if I'm being honest. He says he went to school. He's a couple years older than me. Okay, then. He messaged me one time, said, I remember you from your school, Aldenham School. I remember you from your school. I'm like, cool. But what's that got to do with the price of bread? I did <laughs> drive that car because that's all I could afford. Mm. I was trying to suck money from anybody else in a bad way and say, yo, let me fund that into this and do shaggeries. I weren't trying to borrow money from family or friends in that way. Mm. What I was trying to do was get to gigs and all I had was a 70 pound car because all I had was 70 pounds. Mm. The car I had before that I crashed falling asleep at the wheel after getting to gigs. I'm and I ain't got the money for another car. So you can imagine I'm hearing this guy talk. And he's doing the trolling thing. Yeah. Brother, I don't know where this guy is, yeah? I don't know who, like, I've not seen him for years. And if I did see him, I probably wouldn't recognize him. But now that I know what his face is, he follows me and I won't block him and I'll be very civil. <laughs> but again, if I see him, like how Bobby saw this guy, I'd want to thump him up in his face. Mm. Because why? I won't do it, but I'd want to. So I can understand the aggression where someone's been doing it for years to Bobby and he drove like 160 miles to do that. He's the guy, blood. Sometimes the people are like, well, that's long. Why are you doing that? His next tour could easily be called Chicken Wire. <laughs> and he'll sell out dates because of that one video. Yeah, yeah. So when people do stuff like that, I'm like, I get it. You're trolling for what reason? There's no need, mm. but they get a kick out of it. Yeah. So yeah, big up. He's better than me. I'm not going to lie. Because if I've driven 160 miles somewhere, <laughs> I'm smashing something. That's how I feel in it. I'm not even that aggressive, but I would want to smash something. Oh, yeah. For that long as well. 10 years. That's, like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 10 years ago, he was on stage. Mm. 10 years ago. That means this fat guy who's sitting in his office typing away. Yeah. I apologize respectfully. I shouldn't have said fat guy, but he is a big guy. <laughs> this guy is sitting on his computer doing all the most belly push out past his own titties. And he's there typing, typing, trying to troll this guy about chicken wire. And so when all Bobby's doing is putting up content, big up to you, Bobby, man, blood.
I love that, man. In that video as well, the guy actually then posted on his Facebook saying, oh, it looks like I've really got to that Bobby Mayer or whatever. Yeah. And like Bobby gave an interview saying something like, uh, his worst gig ever was when he was in Birmingham 10 years ago. Someone shouted chicken wire. So the guy took pride in basically- Giving um, him his worst gig. Yeah, yeah. So he was like posting about it in that. And I think that's what kind of uh, annoyed Bobby even more. Well, in the video anyway. I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a very quick glance about that. But yeah. See all of that? I right, shout out to Bobby, man. My guy, blood. All right, we got to get him on here one day. I want to talk to him about that, but other things as well. Bobby oh. is like, he's the nicest guy. Would not hurt a fly. Has no problems with no one. So when you when he is annoyed enough to do something like this, and Bobby doesn't even have like a posture, like don't mess with me. Bobby's very kind of chill, talks to you like that when, when he's on the microphone and yeah. stuff. He's So he's not threatening at all. But when I saw him in the video, chicken wire, chicken wire. Ah, I win, you lose. Ah, this guy's been trolling me for years. I was like, big up my guy, Bobby. Big up yourself. All right, let's do one more, man, because we're going to do this episode. It's going to be a nice little wrapped up one. And then we're going to go into recording another one with my guy who's uh, just waiting. So, yeah. Give me one more, bruv. You got it. One more. Let's go. This is a a very weird one because it happened in the light a few hours ago, I believe. You know what? <laughs> I'm not even touching that. <laughs> no. Hold Skip on. that now. I'm I, not touching that. I got another one. Give me the next one. You done well this week. You done more than me. I had more from last week, didn't I? Oh yeah, I got a few. Yeah, you were amped up this week. I can see, bro. <laughs> I saw. Listen, for those listening, this guy wrote up a list of topics we need to discuss. And because I've been like editing and stuff all week and then gigging, I've had a few, but not as many. It's been like social media bits that have come up. This guy sent me a little screenshot. Blood, I got all this ready. You know, this is what we're gonna talk about. I'm like, oh damn, I better do some work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will do work. I'll be editing this. Knowing me. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> Bill Gates, his daughter, Phoebe parts ways. So Phoebe Gates parts ways with her boyfriend and unveils mysterious new man in romantic Paris getaway. Yo, firstly, whoever wrote this, this headline, you lot are foul. <laughs> I had to edit it myself just now, but I'll say what the, the, the story is. Bill Gates' daughter Phoebe parts way with black boyfriend and unveils mysterious new man in romantic Paris getaway. Why can't it just be the boyfriend? Yeah. That's the thing. So what if he's black, blue, green, yellow, whatever, he's just a boyfriend. But I do remember everybody was wilding when she dated him yeah. because they were thinking that he was in it for the money, which is disrespectful. And they, like... They made a good couple. They look good. But here, watch this. This is an original article from a while ago, isn't it? Mm. This was in March. Phil and Melinda Gates' daughter, Phoebe, condemns racist social media comments she faces over her relationship. See, that's the negative. That's where I get where the other article maybe highlights the color. But, yo, Phil Gates, I'm sorry, Phil Gates, Bill Gates' daughter, one of the richest men on the planet, He's famous, like, not he, but the guy, what's his name, Robert? The boyfriend? Uh, Robert Ross. Robert Ross. He's famous just for dating a girl who is the daughter of someone who's famous. And all they do is be the kids of whoever their kids for. Bill Gates' money is long. Oh, yeah. So I can imagine what everyone, like, he's going to be a target for, um, he's going to be a target for any kind of slander. And you know what? He firmed it for as long as possible. They've broken up. Any reason why? find it 
Is what it that, is. Really. That website ain't great. <laughs> I mean, they're 20, man. Nah, it's their 20. They break up. People get in relationships, they break up. That yeah. is what it is. You know, I hope they're all good. Shouts to Phoebe, shouts to Robert. I don't know Bill, so <laughs> big up Bill. I'm not going to put no one down. But let me ask you, do you think mm. Bill had an issue with it? No. You don't think so? No, nah, no. Nah. They were together for a while, weren't they? I'm sure. Uh, I think it was only about a year, you know. But mm. a year when you're 20 is like five. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I, say that. People have been married for, for from like in their 20s and they're doing well. I just see a lot of posts online saying that he's fumbled the bag and stuff like that. I think that's harsh, man. See, like, this is the thing. <laughs> Take the money out of this. Yeah. No one cares. It's a year you've broken up. Mm. That's how relationships work. But I know what they're thinking. Because I'll be honest, if I go into my mode now, all right, let's go in respectfully mode. Respectfully. And for those who don't know what I mean when I say that, on this podcast, anytime I say respectfully, anything after that is free game. It's not necessarily true. But you know what I mean? I said respectfully. So here we go. Respectfully, if I'm dating a woman who is the daughter of a man that rich, I am yes, sir, no, sir, free bags fulling, sir, <laughs> to make sure that I'm set up for life. Trust me, I'm we get I'm, I'm proposing on day four. Do you understand? Respectfully, I'm proposing on day four. Day four, getting down on one knee. You have been the love of my life. I've dreamed of. I'm I'm doing everything I can to make sure I don't fumble that bag. That's me on my taking the liberty side. I'm being serious. Yes or no, sir. Free bags full. Listen. <laughs> no, honestly, you're telling me that my missus. Listen, and then after day one of marriage, this ain't working out. Let me get a divorce. Give me half of what I got to get here, yeah? That's what I'm thinking on my taking the liberty side. So I get what they're saying on a jokey side of fumbling the bag, right? On a serious tip, it's just 20-year-olds and they've broken up. But yo, could you imagine? Like, he, whoever he dates next is not holding a candle to who this, to the, like the access of... Well, finance and whatever is what she has. Oh, yeah. It's not happening. Nah. You'd have to date Zuckerberg or Elon Musk is <laughs> one of their kids. Yeah. Right? And obviously, they're not in the same age range. So it's not happening. Yeah? He had to... Whoever he's break... I want to know. Who broke up with who? If he broke it off with her, she is toxic. Yeah, it doesn't say who broke up with who. It just says they separated. If they separated, and the reason I say that, if she broke, if he broke up with her, mm. this is me in respectfully mode. She is toxic, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I would put up. Imagine <laughs> I'm an idiot for this. <laughs> I should. I'm the guy who, who's pro get like do what you got to do for love yeah. and pro mental health, right? But there are billions involved here, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're my toxic girlfriend and I want to end a relationship with you and you are the child of Bill Gates, billionaire, I'll be honest with you, I don't see toxicity anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the ex and toxic is a dollar sign. You understand? I'm sorry. Nah, the amount of money that she's got enough money to build a new her. And remove the toxicity and then put her soul into that, that new artificial, <laughs> that, that shell. This woman is rich, rich, yeah? Respectfully speaking, there's nothing he, like, you can't tell me if I'm that guy in his position, you can't tell me, yo, I don't like the way she snores. Brother, I'll buy a new nose for this one. <laughs> as, as soon as, nah, man, she can't cook. I don't need her to. <laughs> the billions that she has. What can she, like, 
What? Imagine bringing billions to the table. Yeah. Mm. What can you not buy? Billions. That mm. is important in a relationship. Be. I'm just. This is irrespectfully <laughs> mode, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not in the mode of of like who I am, Ori. I'm being in Ori style of being respectfully mode. Yeah. Not really who I am. What can she not buy that's important in a relationship with the billions that she has? What's important in a relationship to you? Trust. You could buy trust, right? Yeah. Do you know how? What you do, you can, with the money she's got, you give me a slice of that. Trust, I will buy drones that will fly everywhere (laughs) you're going. So I have no reason not to trust you because there's stuff buzzing around you to let you know I can see you. What's next? (laughs) What's next? I guess like personality. You can buy personality. <laughs> you know, you can go to comedy courses, right? That make you get better as a comedian. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, I'm aware. You, are you aware? I've been to a few. You've been to a few. So you go to them knowing that you can't buy. Uh, you, apparently they say you got to buy, you can't buy talent. You're humorous, you're humorous, you're not, you're not. You could buy humor. You could buy personality. Someone can teach you. They got finishing schools to be able to give you the up, up market looking kind of life. Yeah. You could buy personality, right? What else? Come on. What else is important in a relationship? Looks. Looks. You can buy the looks, blood. You can buy the looks. I don't need to go into detail into that. There are enough turkey trips that you can make to make that person look perfect, right? Come on. Let's go. Keep going. What else? What else? Uh, what else do you need? Um, Support. Fight, oh, oh yeah. Fight support. Listen, get the nanny, get the maid, get all of these people. Support me, bro. What? <laughs> With the billions. Come on, one more. What is there left? Oh, my God. Um, it's got me signed. Oh, my God. Come on. You could buy the rest. You can buy the rest. I'm still in respect for you, man. I don't really believe this. So I don't want no one thinking this is how shallow Ori is. This you, is respectfully mode, but you, let's go. You got like enjoy their company though. That's, you could buy enjoyment, bro. <laughs> Netflix, Hulu. Uh, you could get a VPN so you can get HBO Max. You could get, um, what else? Disney Plus, right? All the games consoles in the world, the largest screen television, I can get headphones. So like her company is, even if she's chatting the most rubbish, I just put them on my AirPod Max Pros. I could, I could get one for each day of the week. You know what I mean? I could buy the enjoyment and we could fly places. Buy the enjoyment. I'm good. I'm good. What could you can't give me nothing? Anyway, shouts to Robert Ross and to Phoebe Gates. Big up, man. I hope you lot find love in real places. But whoever that, whatever he's used to now, right? You know, she had him like, like, you know, she had him in like a super mall. Yeah. Super. Super. A shopping mall, but a super shopping mall, right? The big ones. Yeah. Like the buy mall. She had him carrying bags of stuff she bought for him. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, babe. Like, you know, like, come on. Come on. Like what she has access to, this man can buy countries. <laughs> and she's the daughter of a man that could buy countries. Nah, nah. All right, respectfully, I'm staying in this mode. Hear what I'm saying? Respectfully, these man, city boys are up. They're up. They're trying to get their, uh, back in the day, all these men wanted was, was visa or maybe somewhere to stay in your house. <laughs> this man is trying to hit billions. Do you know one of the richest women on this planet is uh, Amazon guy. What's his name again? Jeff Bezos. Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, sorry. Mm. Jeff Bezos is ex-wife. The reason she's the richest woman, one of the richest women on this planet is for marrying Jeff Bezos and divorcing. Oh yeah. What is her net worth? Hold on. Oh, hold on, it says, oh, 33.6 billion. She's worth 33.6 billion, right? She's the richest woman on the planet, I believe. 
because she divorced someone. <laughs> I feel like we need our share. Respectfully speaking, we, it's time for us to get our lick, yeah? Robert Ross, do what you got to do to get back in the good graces. Marry, then leave, and then take half, yeah? Respectfully. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> be toxic, man. Come on, live that life. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, man. Let's wrap this one up, man. Yo, we're going to wrap this one up. Reason being, we got two parts to record today because I'm away next week. Uh, I'm going to be doing shows from Egypt and then over to Dubai and then back over to the UK. In that time, we still want to get you fed. We're going to have another episode and I'm recording one literally in just a minute now and it will come out with the guest that I got. He's already chilling here. So, yo, we'll be back soon. Uh, we respectfully, we're back in normal time, actually. We're respectfully. Shout out to you guys. Make sure you follow Trudge on what social media platforms and what is the at? Uh, at Sam Trudge. T-R-U-D-G-E. All right. My name is Uri Styler. Uri, A-U-R-I-E, Styler, S-T-Y-L-A. Also, make sure you guys, do me a favor. Uh, I got my previews coming up over the next few weeks. I've got three or four lined up. Do me a favor. Go and check out where the preview is going to be on my website, orystyler.co.uk. I've got two in London, one in Edinburgh. So it's going to be a nice vibe. Check out the previews for my tour, which is happening next year, the Orator Tour. The tickets for that are flying. Thank you very much. Everyone's bought their tickets. I'm going to get merch coming out over the next few weeks as well. And I probably will give podcast listeners ease early access to the merch. We'll figure out how we can do that firstly. Um, but yeah, make sure you follow the podcast on all platforms as well. Respectfully, pod. Uh, on Insta, on uh, X, yeah, threads, all of that. Uh, we're out of it, guys. Do me a favor, be good. And if you can't be good, be careful and uh, do what you can to level up. Find you a Phoebe Gates. Get your ting lined up. Line your pockets up. City boys, we're up, respectfully. We're out of here, guys. Peace. Respectfully. respectfully.